Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Tried and Tested podcast. I am your host, Tracy. Um, and if you're not familiar with me or my podcast, um, I pretty much talk about all things relationship, love, dating, um, marriage, finances, anything that is connected to relationships in this day and age is pretty much what I talk about on my podcast. Um, so welcome. And today I have a very special guest, my boo, Russell. Say hey, boo. Hi, everybody. How you doing today? You don't even sound excited like me. <laughs> hey, everybody. How you doing today? Thank like you. I just work eight hours. You know, I'm a little drained. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Now, thank you so much for being here. So um, without further ado, the topic we're actually going to do today is single men. And from a, men, a male's point of view, if you've heard my other shows, um, some of the topics are probably about men from the female perspective. So here we actually have a man talking about the single men that's out in, about in his world and whether they're struggling or doing well or what have you. So um, for my first question, Russ, uh, why do you think that men are single in this day and age? Like, what's going on? Um, I think that's a loaded question because I think, like um – when you look at men, you got to kind of look at men in different age groups, you know what I mean, different stages of life, because it's not just like a general consensus. You know, somebody 25 is definitely looking for different things than somebody at 35, you know what I mean? But um, I would say, like, <clears throat> overall general consensus, I think men, especially black men, um, when it comes to their value, it's, it's a lot about, like, what they can do, what they have, what they can provide. And I think, you know, men fall into that because we become flashy and we want to kind of, like, you know, flaunt what we have and, you know, what we can do. And, you know, mm-hmm. so I think it uh, comes down to a lot of, like, um, relationships being built around that. So they're, they're superficial. They don't last. You know, it's a lot of quick flings because there's really no substance there. So I think that kind of perpetuates men being single. Um, okay. Okay, that sounds good. That sounds mm-hmm. good. All right, so do you feel like with the men that are single, do you think that it's something, well, of course, it depends on the age, as you said, but do you feel like it's something that people are doing by choice because it's more enjoyable or they're doing it because it's not really working out in this dating, you know, dating scene at this time in life? Um, I think it's just kind of like that cycle that you run into, right? Like, you, you're young, you're in high school, you know, you may some people you know have serious relationships, but most of the time you're dating around and then if you're fortunate enough to go to college or whatever that next stage of your life but anybody living in their you know twenties is not necessarily looking to settle down generally you know it's that whole I'm young, I'm living, I'm young, I want to have fun until that runs out, and then you look up one day and it's like oh now i'm twenty eight i'm twenty nine you know I, I don't have any kids like I don't really have any serious candidates. some of my other friends have had kids earlier, so I think um especially when it comes to men you know, you want to kind of live your life and, you, you know, show your oaths and do everything you want to do before it's time to settle down. And then sometimes it becomes like, it becomes a rush because, you know, life gets later and later and later in life. And you spend so many years kind of doing your thing that um, when it, it's finally time to settle down or, you know, you're getting that pressure to settle down for your family and grand, people want grandkids and things like that. It's like, that. you know, I'm 30, I'm 31, 32, mm-hmm. trying to figure it out now. So then, then dating becomes even harder because, you want to date somebody, but you kind of rush it because it's like, all right, yeah, I want to get to know you, but like, are you watching the three or are you somebody after racism? <laughs> so you kind of think so far in advance that you kind of sabotage it. So I think it, it at different stages, there's different problems of why people are still single. 
Yeah, and that's really interesting because I honestly didn't think about that. Like, you don't, at least I don't think that men have to rush. You feel like, okay, when women hit a certain age, yes. But with men, I just didn't think about that. But then I have seen people who probably hit, like, 35, and they get married to somebody who they should not be with. And so I guess, like, that is a good example, um, you know, of rushing, and then you end up in a bad marriage. So, okay, so from your point of view, what would you say that single men are looking for? Like, if you are single but, you know, you want to be with somebody and you're not, it's kind of like what do you think are characteristics in a woman or um, – whatever personality character like what do you think that most men may be looking for that are single mm-hmm. um i think the biggest thing i think is is support i think men are are supposed to be that support system supposed to be that rock and supposed to be the provider and you know there's so many things that kind of come along with being the man of a household which i do believe in i do believe that men should be the provider and, and there are certain things you know there's a certain role that you take on as a man but i think when it comes to having a partner or being with someone, I think you want to feel that, yes, you know, I am the man, I'm the head of the household, but, like, you know, you as a woman, you're also doing your part, you know what I mean? You're also holding it down. I'm, you're not, I'm not having to take care of you. Um, mm. Voluntarily, I'm taking care of you, you know what I mean? I'm taking care of the household, yeah. I'm making sure everything's good, but you're still doing your part, you're still holding it down. And I think sometimes you run into women who <clears throat> are looking to be taken care of, Um and not also do their part and, like, you know, have some things going on for us. You know, it's like, oh, I want to be a mom. I want to have kids. And it's like, yeah, you know, you can do all that. But, like, also, what are you going to continue to do for yourself? And I think for me that's real important. Like, I'm going to continue to do things for myself, but I'm also going to do, continue to do things for the household. So, like, what are you going to do, continue to do for yourself? Kind of, you know? Mm. No, that's, that's really good because, I mean, I think that people don't think about that. And, I mean, obviously, like, as an older woman that, not older, but, you know, I ain't 20. <laughs> like, being single, like, you know, you're very, well, I'm very aware of, like, making sure I get certain things about me together, but I have other things I do need to still work on, but I do see what you mean. Well, there's some women who don't, they have no ambition, they have no goals, they are just here to get get a husband who could take care of them, pop out these babies, mm-hmm. live anyhow, and mm-hmm. spend that money, and that's it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely, definitely understand. Okay, so how does dating go as a single man? Um, I've had different conversations with different friends, and it's kind of just like, I mean, what is the process of dating? Like, do you date multiple people at one time? Um, how much do you typically spend on a date? How much time do you give to each person? How do you narrow that down? So what is that whole dating process like for a single man? I think dating is difficult because um, we live in a world kind of society and, like, definitely in a generation and age where, like, everything's very superficial. So, you know, it's very Instagram-oriented. It's very, like, social media, what you look like, what what type of image are you presenting on your social media. And I think a lot of times we fall in love with those images and then the person does necessarily match up. And I think you got to kind of do your best to really – get to know a person um, outside. I mean, it, it's difficult because social media really runs the world, but, like, you kind of want to get to know people outside of that because then you can, like, genuinely get a, get a feel for what type of person they are. For example, like, when it comes to, like, taking people out, like, I don't mind spending money. You know, I make a decent salary, so I don't really mind spending money. I enjoy going out. I enjoy going to different restaurants. I like to eat. I like to have drinks. I enjoy people's company. Um, and there's nothing wrong with, you know, wanting to do that and wanting to take people out on dates and take people and stuff out on dates. But then it comes to a point where, like, where is where is these dates going? You know what I mean? Are we are we continuing this conversation after this day? Like, is our conversation deep? Do we have things in common? Like, do we want to see each other, or is it just like, oh, it's the weekend? Do you want to go out to eat? Or, you know, 
where, where, what, how is the relationship progressing? And then I think that's when you decide three days, four days. Sometimes after one day, you might, oh, this person is really interesting. And you know, it might be like, okay, they weren't that interesting, but I, I had a good time. Let me go out again. Let me see how, you know, again, or, you know, let's see how, cause some people take longer to open up. Some people are yes. not as, some people are not great texters, but are great in person. Some people, you know, like to communicate. Some people take a little while to communicate. So I think you want to definitely give it that buffer, but then you don't want to waste your time also. So you don't want to wait too long. And it's like, all right, I wasted three months and 10 days later, and this is not going nowhere. Um, but mm. you also don't want to be like, oh, well, you know, she was kind of dry. She didn't really want to talk. So, like, I'm not going to go out with her again. Because it's like, you know, maybe it takes a while, you know, so you kind of want to judge it. So I think you got to take it case by case and really pay attention to, like, the vibes and, and how things flow. Okay. All right. So, no, that's, that's, like, really, really good insight. I'm, like, I'm really soaking all of this in. So something that you did mention, you were like, well, you know, some people, they just, it's the weekend, I want to go to dinner. So how do you feel about, like, using men? Because um, some people may take that as, you know, I'm looking for something serious, but someone is trying to use me. So how do you feel? About, it's a two-part question. So how do you feel about using men? And then we're going to kind of roll into what are turnoffs for single men. So however you want to do that. <laughs> um, I think uh, <laughs> I think how do I feel about using men? I think um, – it's definitely a game, right? Like, there's definitely a, a sort of cow and mouse game when it comes to dating. Like, you definitely want to woo somebody and you try to press them and everything. Um, but I think definitely on the flip side, when you do things like that, you want to people to show interest and you want to know that people are interested in you. And I think women have a good job of kind of playing around, um, playing interested, but not really being okay. interested. But I think it all it all comes down to communication, right? Because maybe we hit it off and you're a real cool girl, but we're just I'm not just you're not that attracted to me or I'm not that attracted to you. But if we communicate and it's like we had a great time together, like, let's let's try being friends. Then that's cool. And then you got somebody that you can go out to eat with or somebody that's open. And then, you know, later on, if y'all flirting and something happens, cool. But you communicated and, like, you understand that. But on the flip side to where you're going out with somebody and you're kind of, like, leading them along, you're not really being open and you're not really, you know, communicating that you're not that interested. You're just like, oh, I'm trying to figure it out, you know, coming up with a bunch of excuses. Like, oh, I'm just not at the point in my life where I'm ready for a relationship when damn well you want a relationship. You just don't like me, but you enjoy the fact that I take you out and, you know, do things like that. You know, so I think it really all comes down to communication as long as, you're communicating from both sides, whether you're interested, not interested, friend zone, not friend zone, or whatever it is, then you can't really fault a person and no one's at fault because we were communicating. So you have to definitely keep it real. So um, when you say, like, the whole let's be friends, so, like, let's say, like, me and you are talking and I say, okay, like, you know what, let's be friends. Are you still paying for my date? Um, like, for, for, I, I, I might okay. not want to be friends. <laughs> <laughs> So that might be the last thing, you know what I mean? Like that, you know. Uh, I'm listening. I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, if I invite you out, yeah, because I just feel like if I invite you somewhere, then I'm going to pay because it's like you might not – I don't know what you got going on. I don't know your situation, you know. But if you invite me somewhere, then I would expect, you know, not expect you to pay for me, but I would expect you to pay for yourself. Okay. Okay. That definitely makes more sense. Yes. All right. So, and also you had mentioned like, okay, like after the first day, you may not like the person. So how do you like, how do you turn somebody down? Like, are you just keep it a hundred? Do you text them? Do you ghost them? Like, how does that work? Um, <laughs> I mean, I've done all the above, 
But I would say <laughs> that ghosting is definitely not not the. I mean, it's different. Look, I mean, ghosting is really not that bad because it's like, all right, I text you good morning, you don't text me back. All right, two days later, I text you, you don't text me back. Right, I'm going to kind of get the hint. You know yeah. what I mean? I think. So I think I don't think ghosting is necessary, especially if it's very superficial. Like, oh, we met on Instagram. Was, like, we didn't really have that much conversation. There's there's no loyalty. There's no ties. So like, ghosting is not terrible. It's not the nicest thing. Of course, it would be better if you could just communicate it and articulate it. But if you ghost me after one day, whatever. Now, if we're developing some type of relationship and we're going out on a couple of days and we're hanging out and, you know, things like that, and then you ghost me, then it's like, all right, you know, you've been to my career. I'm going to come around on you. Like, come on now. At least you can owe me a conversation. But, um, yeah, to let you know. So I don't think any of them are the wrong thing to do. Um, a phone call is nice, but then sometimes it's like, what the fuck you calling me for? You could have just texted me because I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it's not like what you called me for because it's like after you call me, if I call you and I'm like, all right, you know, I'm really not interested in you like that. We'll be just going to tell on the phone and listen to each other brief. Like, you know, that's kind of awkward. Yes. I definitely think in a day and age, like a text message is, um, it will suffice. A text yeah, because, like, the majority, 99% of the time, the majority of your conversation is, you know, via text message, Instagram message, some sort of message. So. Yeah. Okay, okay, that makes sense. So, um, I wanted to know, okay, obviously, I, we kind of spoke briefly about turn off for a single man. But, like, obviously, the men who are not currently dating, I feel like maybe they've went out on dates and they've had a plethora of women that they dealt with. So, what do you think are, like, the top things? that kind of deter a man, like he kind of just keeps him in his shell, he'd rather worry about his, his car, his clothes, and how he looks and his, making his money because he's seen too much of this in the dating world. So what kind of things will kind of turn somebody, a, a man off, I would say? I think superficial, superficial, like um, I think girls, and I don't want to generalize girls, but there's a lot of vanity, you know, the hair, mm-hmm. the makeup, the looking in the mirror, the constantly checking, you know, and then like, oh, well, um, then the, so, cause men do it too. So I don't want to just say women, but you know, men, yeah. men do it too. You know, obsessed with yourself, constantly into yourself, you know, mm-hmm. posting a picture and you want a million likes and stuff like that. So I think definitely like, <laughs> especially when you go out on dates nowadays, I think a, a big turn off is someone who doesn't really pay attention or someone who's not present. One thing I try to do is I try to like, you know, put my phone down or turn it over. Or don't put it on the table. Not look at my phone. Um, okay. Because then, you know, I, I think that that's a turn off for me anyway. Like, if we're going to sit here, like, you know, you on your phone all day long, like, you know, can I get 30 minutes? And it's not like you <laughs> never check your phone, you know, like, yeah. we live in a day and age where you got to check your phone. But I think um, that that uh, that attention and then that superficiality is something that um, is a big turn off. It's a big okay. turn off. For me, okay. someone that's, like, obsessed with social media, I'm a big social proponent of social media, but, like, because I enjoy it. I post on Instagram, you know, all that, everything. But, like, I, the obsession, the, like, have to constantly post in, the, like, you know, a million and one stories, it's just, like, come on now. Like, that, that's, like, a that's a big turn off for me. So obsessive behavior when it comes to social media. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. All right, all right. That's a good one. So you obviously right now, you did say that you were single. So for you, like, what are your issues that you have with being single? And you can also tie this into, obviously, you have female friends, and so you may see how they treat men behind the scenes. So, like, what are the things that you look at and you be like, mm, I don't like that. Like, why are you, you know, what are you doing? Um, so what are some issues? Um, I would say a lot of the things that uh, 
Hmm, how can I say this politically? I think that <laughs> um, I think that when it comes like I think both men and women definitely eventually there comes a point where like they both they want a relationship and you know they want that companionship. But I think like before that, men were real sex oriented. You know what I mean? Like you know, at the yeah. end of the day, a guy will talk to ten girls because he wants to have sex with them all. You know, not he doesn't really want anything else from them. But on the women's okay. side, it's kind of like, you know, I got guys for different things, you know what I mean? And I know guys that like me, so I know that I can get things out of them, you know? So it just yeah. it, it becomes kind of like a personal game type thing rather than, like, you know, not saying either one's better, but rather, like, man, it's just like, I just, I just want to sex and then, you know, and move on. So I yeah. think that's kind of like a turn off because, like, it's hard, like, women are good so it's like hard to see true attentions like you know and i think for me i got mm. trust issues so it's just like hard for me to trust <laughs> that like this is real this is really what you want i mean he's telling this too you know what i mean yeah. you know, i don't see it at all like oh he's about to come over because i'm hungry so he's gonna bring me some food or oh um this dude's about to go on a trip he wants somebody to go on a trip with him so i'm gonna go with him you know what i mean just because or like oh i don't really like this guy um but you know, I'm telling him that I'm not really ready to be in a relationship right now. Let's take it slow. But really, I don't like you, but I like the things that you're doing for me. So I'm going to tell you what you want to hear. <laughs> wow. No, I mean, that, that's deep. And I, I feel like that's something that really does happen, especially when, you, you're, like, when you're an attractive female. You definitely um, have the upper hand in certain situations, especially if you know how to play the game correctly. So I could definitely mm-hmm. see, like, how, you know, how that works. Okay, so, and also, like, obviously you just described, you know, some things, but also what are some signs and patterns that you see women in general typically show? Like, do you do you normally see um, women that are playing the game, or do you normally see women that are looking for help? Like, what kind of things um, do you feel like? I see, I see a lot of women um, who, um, I want to say I see a lot of women not necessarily playing the game because I, I do see a lot of women who genuinely want to be in relationships who genuinely want somebody because um, now, you know, I'm 30 now, so a lot of my friends are around my age. So, mm-hmm. But I think um, the caution that I would give to women is that, like, I think sometimes women want it more than men, and I think they got to be careful because, you know, a lot of time I've seen women, you know, they'll get into a relationship and rarely do you see a man distance himself from his friends or his life or his routine for a relationship. But oftentimes you see a woman do those things, you know, distance mm-hmm. themselves from their lives and their friends and spend so much attention and time into the relationship. So kind of when they backfire for relationships, backfire for men versus relationships, backfire for women, it's a little more devastating because women too often change their lives for relationships where men are just like, all right, you're going to hop on board. All right, I'm done. Now you can hop off. I'm going to keep going. You know? <laughs> no, it's true. Like, that's interesting. Okay, okay. So that's a so good I always example. try to caution my friends. Yeah, I always try to caution my friends to be careful, take your time, you know, because, like, men are dogs. Men are liars. Like, they're going to tell you what they want to hear because at the end of the day, they do want to have sex with you. But I'm not saying there's not a lot of genuine guys out there that genuinely want to be in a relationship, but I think both sides. You just got to be cautious because as a man, you don't want to be taken advantage of. But as a woman, you don't want to be, like, sold a dream and completely uprooted and then have to pick up the pieces if this doesn't work out. Mm, like, that's, I mean, that's, that's good. <laughs> like, I'm sitting here like, ooh, I'm learning today because, wow, all right, all right. Like, I mean, this is some really good stuff. So what do you think, um, what would it take for you? Like, if you could just, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to be single today. 
anymore. I found the right one. What would it take for you to no longer want to be single or to be single? What kind of woman would you have to come in contact with? But, see, I don't think that's it, though. I think I'm single because of me, not necessarily. I ran across some great people, but I just don't think I'm at a point in my life now. I'm I'm very ambitious. I mean, you've known me for a long time. So, you know, I'm very yeah. headstrong and very ambitious. I like to do things my way. I have mm-hmm. kind of an idea and a path that I want to go. So I think for me right now, I'm not prepared to really um, make those sacrifices or make decisions and think of someone else. Like, I'm at a point now where, like, just now, I got a job in my in Atlanta. I live in Miami. I can pick up and move. I'm not thinking about nobody else. Have my car up. You know what I mean? New opportunity. Wow. I can travel whenever I want. So I'm just kind of at a point in my life where, right now, because I know relationships take a lot of sacrifice, and I know there's a lot of communication, and there's a lot of things you have to do to be in a relationship right. And I don't want to do those things right now. So <laughs> no, no, I hear you. Um, I feel like that's listen. It's facts. Okay, that's how you feel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, like, I don't really want to do those things right now. Like, you know, so um, I think right at this point in my life, I, I'm in a relationship, not in a relationship because I don't really necessarily want to be. Um, yeah. Now, do is there times where I would like some companionship? Of course, you know what I mean? Times like this, we don't quarantine, you know, I'm quarantined myself. <laughs> so, like, there are, like, I'm not going to. I feel you. <laughs> and, I, and, and it's not that I'm not open to it. You know, I'm dating, I'm meeting people, I'm talking to people. So, like, if the right situation comes along and it's like, oh, wow, like, this happened by accident. But as far as uh, looking for it or, like, you know, wanting it, it's not necessarily at the top of my list right now. <laughs> okay. Okay, no, that definitely. And uh, so do you think that with most men, though, do you think that that's kind of, like, how it goes with being single? Like some days I may want somebody, but other days I'm kind of, I'm good. I'm like, I'm fine. Life is good the way it is. You think that's how a lot of yeah. people feel? Or? Okay. Yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely think um, it, it definitely goes back and forth. But I think that that's period. You know, whenever you get into a relationship or a marriage, I'm pretty sure there's going to be days you wish you wasn't married and days you know you're thankful for being it. Um but yeah, I would say that I think a lot of guys, uh, and then I, I don't know, we're a generation of really like not really commitment, you know. So I just feel like it, it's normalized. It's like it's in the media. It's all over. Like you know, single man, single woman dating around, doing this, doing that. So I think it's kind of like it's almost become normalized. Um, and I think that's why you see a lot of older men. Um, trying to get married, you know, in their 40s, you know. Mm, and then yeah. you also see a lot of women, like, you know, freezing their eggs and doing things like that because it's like, you know, I'm, I've lived this life where I've kind of been sucked up in it for so long. Now it's getting older. Now you got to think of, like, your biological clock and things like that. So I think that's yeah. why you see a lot of that happening now because we spent so much time kind of enjoying that that single life and that freedom. Um, so it goes both ways. I mean, I don't necessarily think I would be a bad 40-year-old, you know, like Trigger Danny, but that's not necessarily the goal. <laughs> no, I hear you. OMG. Well, like, I feel like this is so, like, interesting to me. Like, I'm literally, like, listening as if I'm not the one hosting this episode because I feel like it's very, you know, we don't always get the male perspective about these things. And, of course, women may try to figure out, like, why he don't want to date me. But sometimes men do feel more comfortable being single because the hassle and the superficiality and all of those things. So, I mean, that's really, really good information, Russ. Russ. <laughs> but, um, all right. So, I mean, we are about to um, wrap up the episode, but do you have any last words or, you know, comments about being a single man or even anything to say to single women about single men? What else, like, what else you got? Um, 
Um, I would just say, like, if I could say anything actually to guys and girls and, like, you know, people out there, I just to say be patient um, and, and don't lose yourself. I think a lot of times we you get caught up and, you know, maybe the pressure of not of being you're still single, you're getting older, you know, you haven't had kids, you know, you get caught up in a lot of pressure. But I just think that um, if that if that's the driving force or those outside things are the driving force and you find a relationship, it's ultimately going to fail. So I think you mm. just be patient and really kind of trust yourself and learn yourself and, and, and figure out yourself first before you, like, dive into a situation. Okay, that's I agree. Like I said, I'm ready. I'm sure don't worry in this episode. <laughs> but um, no, like thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so before we do head out, though, um, what is your social media? If anybody wants to either um sign up in your DMs, if they want to, you know, add you or ask you any more questions, um, what is your social media? Yeah, so on Instagram, I'm underscore walks on water underscore. Um, that's the only social media I really use right now. So. Okay, so underscore walks on water underscore like Jesus, I guess, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Alrighty, well, I definitely want to thank you so much for those gems that you dropped. The information was like super duper on point. Um, and to my listeners, I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, and I, just thank you, thank you, thank you all. All right, and so until next time, have a good one.